0: ماذا يحدث في العالم؟
1: everybody (laughs) welcome to what in the world casual edition living room edition (laughs) couch version what what in the world we (laughs) chilling what in the world watch the neighbors walk by outdoors edition We at least have the pool closed off from you. Guys, if you're
0: you're listening to us in a business setting, go ahead, crack a corona, unbutton that top button, because we're going to be chill AF today.
1: It's 5 o'clock in some foreign nation Mm -hmm. right now. Happy hour somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah, we're still, I've mentioned on the last few podcasts, we are in the process of rebuilding the studio, so we're recording in my new living room.
0: If you guys didn't know, there was a bit of a, uh, uh, a bit of a skirmish at the past studio. There right. was a We murdered en- someone. In enemy it. combatants entered the realm. We had to we destroy killed. them, but the studio took some damages, so we had to relocate, obviously for legal reasons.
1: Yeah, and just to escape punishment for the crime. I'm just really glad that At least you- no one knows where the last apartment was, oh, so yeah. we're safe. That's yeah. a joke. Everybody. <laughs> Which- makes me like this place all that yeah. much more. I'm just glad you didn't know about We are located in the city of Riverside. Riverside baby. Riverside where the, where the
0: players play.
1: If you're coming to find Unpops, just throw on something that's Unpops colors and go to Riverside.
0: Unpop yeah yeah, you always want to bang if you if you come <laughs> into the hood, you want to bang Unpops. Yeah, have you, the crest you, on, fam.
1: You want to wear that red and black
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you go to Riverside.
0: Ooh, don't Ooh, what <laughs> imagine if somebody showed up in Riverside and they weren't repping unpops.
1: The oh, streets would not like that. Yeah. I don't know what would happen. <laughs> it would be bad times. Hey man,
0: you might have to come up off them shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you don't if you don't have a top ten list of your favorite animes already on deck in these unpop streets, you might yeah. have to come up off that shirt. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Spit that list. That chain is my size now, you know? <laughs>
1: Fittingly enough, we're talking about people getting killed in the streets.
0: Well, I mean, today, it's, 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 so to it's, speak, it's real out here, man. I, I, I don't understand why folks think we're always going to be living in a fairy tale society where
1: assassins don't assassinate. I mean, you got to we got to pay our bills. See, that's the thing. This it seems like you know almost a scary thing to report on, but this has been happening forever. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Russia killing political dissidents, basically on this episode and boys, allegedly
0: allegedly allegedly because i don't want this to getting back to I the old not, Kremlin. yeah hands.
1: i am certainly not <laughs> accusing them what i am saying is other people have accused them oh yeah that uh, the, the reports we are just reporting other people's reports right. so if you have a problem like with to.
0: anyone mr vladimir sir you're i know you're a big fan we mention you a lot in the streets, so i know you're 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 <laughs> if
1: you have a problem with anyone you've probably already killed them
0: yeah you've you've heard our voices at least once and said they mentioned you again
1: <laughs> oh, I hope. Uh, so yeah, where the reason we're talking about this is there was a really interesting story recently. How many times did I say recently in that sentence? I feel like I it was four? seven or eight. It's like a
0: four. That was yeah. a four recenter right there.
1: We got a little high before this. <laughs> but the story was about a guy named Arkady Bobchenko, which is gonna be the easiest to pronounce name <laughs> for the next two weeks worth of episodes. <laughs> Arkady Bobchenko, on May 29th, it was reported that he had been found dead, and he's a reporter who had fled Russia to Ukraine, and the killing was linked to his work, which was highly critical of Putin. He had criticized Putin's annexation of Crimea and his support for the separatists of Southeast Ukraine. He fled Russia in 2017 over a Facebook post scandal.
0: Uh Uh-oh, back on this Facebook, huh? Man, I guess maybe stay off Facebook. Well, maybe they
1: had to hack Russian Facebook before they could like figure out how to hack ours. That could be. Uh, in the post, he expressed indifference over the deaths of a military choir and other passengers aboard a Russian plane that crashed on its way to Syria. The backlash was intense, his home address was published, he got death threats. Some people even called for him to be stripped of his Russian citizenship. No, don't take my Russian citizenship. Well, if he can't vote in the Russian
0: elections, how will he, how will he, how s- will he able to celebrate Putin's next victory? Exactly. You got to be registered to vote. You, like, you, know, you got to be registered to vote. You
1: have to be registered to vote, probably. Upon leaving, he wrote that Russia was, quote, a country I no longer feel safe in. But on May 30th, it came to light that he had not been killed. They were holding a press conference about this assassination, and the guy just walks in like the end of a fucking movie. That's what I'm talking. About. Like, hey man, something. you got to write, you got to
0: write your scripts real, like real yeah. time now. Yeah, because you got to show. Pre- you, that's how you get the sizzle reel for the script. Now. That's
1: probably all he was doing. You got to put it together. Yeah, you piece together
0: assassination attempt, news report, and then the big reveal, bruh. You've are, you're
1: already in the black. How crazy would it have been if they killed him when he came out? <laughs> Just shoot him right then and there. (laughs) And for my next trick, oh, never mind.
0: Oh, wow, this took a turn.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's dead this time. Yikes. The international press was really unhappy about this. The Guardian ran two different articles. One had the headline, by faking Babchenko's murder, Ukraine has smeared itself. And the other headline was, the death was fake, the damage was not... (laughs) Oh. Shame
0: on you for helping the Ukrainian authorities uh, uh, arrest men who were trying to kill. Shame on you.
1: Yeah, it seems like, I mean, there's some information we're missing. We don't know who they... They say they have a suspect in custody. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it is. But either way...
0: It's Michael Cohen.
1: Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. See,
0: so, guys, it's all connected.
1: It's all coming together on this podcast. <laughs> but... Yeah, the international community seemed to be really upset with Ukraine for faking this, and yeah, because Putin told them that he was upset. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be like, hey, that was a great job. Oh wait, what?
0: Vladimir's not on board. Well, then it was a bad thing. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm glad to see him alive, but it, it's a terrible <laughs> way to be alive, sir. Shame Just on
1: you. Don't kill us, please. Yeah, the thing is, if it really was him trying to avoid being killed by someone loyal to Putin, why are people so mad about this? Like, is the alternative, well, you just have to let yourself get killed in, in the name of not making us report a fake story? What the fuck? I don't get why people are so upset about
0: this. Again, it's got to be, be it's, there's some behind-the-scenes influence. You can't applaud him for it because the enemy combatant who you still have to deal with does, is gonna be pissed off right so you gotta play it both sides against the middle you know they they're not like condemning him and saying oh now he's a criminal they're just saying yeah. shame on you because when the when the word gets out putin can be like see everybody thinks he's a bad guy
1: yeah that this is another quote from harlem desir who is the representative for the organization for security and cooperation in europe's freedom of media <gasps> Whew. He tweeted, uh, come on, don't do it via Twitter. <laughs> Relieved that Arkady Bobchenko is alive. Oh okay, yeah, and with an exclamation point. Exclamation See? So let, let you know point he's excited for life. And two Good little heart emojis. <laughs> I deplore the decision to spread false ins- information on the life of a journalist. It is the duty of the state to provide correct information to the public. They did provide correct information just a couple days later. Well, no, it's not even about this
0: is like this is the type of shit they're trying to pull in this country right now it was a police investigation right like robert muller doesn't have to give you all the information about an ongoing investigation because yeah. if i give you this information people can now know what we're doing know our strategy and try to destroy evidence or whatever if the if the police go hey we faked his death because he's in the middle of helping us do an investigation has have you ever heard the police do that yeah. Anywhere, yeah. Of course so why not. would you expire? Why would this dude tweet? Why didn't they tell us the truth? Yeah, you don't deserve the truth, Harlem. <laughs> Come on. No, it's just like that's the dumbest thing. It's an investigation, sir. Yeah. You you realize that you're uh, reporting on the fact that they didn't give you co- a confidential informant, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a Washington Post editorial where they were uh, that actually took issue with all of the international criticism. It was written by Ukrainian journalist Maxim Aristavi, who I loved on Dancing with the Stars. Oh,
0: 10 out of 10. Yeah, very he was, good. His, he was his flamenco, great. ooh, oh. crisp.
1: Yeah, this is a quote from him saving the life of a journalist in Eastern Europe is worth celebrating. In our part of the world where dozens of reporters have been murdered just for doing their jobs, survival is already an achievement. And I think I agree with him there. And he's probably going to die soon. Yeah, he'll probably get murdered soon, mm-hmm. and I think I agree with him because what we're about to go through is just kind of the history of not not even Russia, but just Putin and all of the deaths that are tied to him, whether it's been proven or people just suspect it. There's even stuff around the 2016 election mm-hmm. in the United States where people in this country like they kind of hit their life expectancy in russia but also they all died around the same time and that makes it kind of weird allegedly
0: mr putin i'm glad thank you for tuning allegedly. in russia. thank you for tuning thank in thank you
1: for listening <laughs> we appreciate it we did a couple weeks ago get like one listen in russia uh-oh <laughs> that's that's the one that's the one listen we're allowed. <laughs> Derek. Or maybe it was just the one listen they're allowed. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I like that scenario better. <laughs> so let's talk about Putin before he became president. He was known for having been in the KGB before being president of Russia. We talked about some of this on the Conspiracy the Show episode about the Russian apartment bombings. Mm-hmm. So go listen to that, too. But uh, we didn't go nearly as in-depth into all of the deaths that are surrounding this guy.
0: I mean, if we went into depth on all of them, that's like a four-part episode.
1: It would take us a month or two, yeah. So when the Soviet Union ended and a lot of Russian society collapsed, organized crime grew dramatically. And in the 90s, Putin served as deputy mayor of St. Petersburg under Anatoly Sobchak. St. Petersburg was notorious for its criminal activity and was referred to as, quote, the gangster capital of Russia. Well, now we have to go. Hell yeah. I bet you NWA went there on tour. Probably. I bet it's way better than the St. Petersburg in Florida, which is the gangster capital of Florida. I don't know if you knew that.
0: I did not know. St. Pete's is...
1: I just declared it, yeah. Oh, there, oh you know yeah. what? Congratulations
0: to St. Petersburg. We'll yeah. be sending you a uh, do-rag to the city very soon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Having a whole... Uh, we're going to have a whole... You're the most gangster city in Florida now. You're welcome. Yeah.
1: And the hood fucks with Unpops. Yeah. So... But now that means
0: St. Petersburg, Florida has to step up. I need to see more drug dealing. I need to see more assaults. I need to see more B&Es. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Nothing, yeah. Nothing federal. We don't, need to, we don't need to do major crime. Some of you are going to get shot by police. Hey, you know what? You're, but that's the sacrifice you got to make
1: to, to be, be the most gangster, the gangster city. gangster capital of Florida. Gangster capital. Congratulations. We'll send you a T-shirt's coming soon. His experience in East Germany made him an important figure in making deals with foreign business people. He actually speaks, I believe he speaks English. Uh, He speaks German fluently. Doesn't Uh, he speak French as well? I believe he does. He speaks a few languages. Yeah, he's a, a, well, I mean, he's a goddamn
0: spy. Of course he speaks some languages.
1: There's a video of him singing Blueberry Hill and just charming the pants off Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell at a charity fundraiser. He does it all.
0: Why is Why are Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell hanging out with Vladimir Putin? How did this make sense?
1: There were so many people there. If we had the full studio set up, I would play the video for you. But we listened to it on on an episode of Profiles in Eccentricity. Mm -hmm. And it's just adorable. He just hops on stage and tinkles at the piano a little bit. And then gets up and sings fucking Blueberry Hill in perfect English but still sounding Russian as fuck. that's great. I got to check this out. Yeah, it's good times.
0: We'll post a link of that on the Patreon as well. On the notes. On the
1: notes. Uh, You guys can check it out. So during this time in the 90s when he was serving as deputy mayor of St. Petersburg, he was accused of corruption, and some, such as former police investigator Andrei Zikov, claimed that he did business with members of the Russian mafia. Well, you got to know your constituents. I wonder how Andrei's doing right now.
0: Uh, I, I think he retired, you know, got two dogs, uh, a turtle.
1: Probably. No, I'm not. sure things are good for him well, right now. You know,
0: now. retirement's treating them well.
1: You know? Now, this part is crazy. In 2006, Russia reinstated a rule allowing for targeted killings abroad. Uh, this has been had been a practice under the Soviet Union, but after the end of the Cold War, they tried to, like, kind of westernize their image and, try to treat
0: people like human beings, you know.
1: Yeah, and that meant they didn't kill people overseas, just like the United States doesn't kill people we overseas. Would, am I right? We
0: would never, never. touch any international skin. We too busy killing our own right here never. at home. Never USA USA
1: S A F. In July, Russia's or in July of two thousand six, Russia's Federation Council approved a law giving President Putin permission to use Russian special forces outside of Russia to combat, quote, terrorism and extremism. Okay. That's a
0: good policy for the people.
1: It's a good policy, except when you look into what they Mm -hmm. mean by terrorism Mm -hmm. and extremism. Mm -hmm. This is a quote from the BBC. Amendments to several other laws governing the security services, mass media, and communications were adopted. The overall result was to dramatically expand those defined as terrorist or extremist. Along with those seeking to overthrow the Russian government, the term is also applied to those causing mass disturbances, committing hooliganism, or acts of vandalism. Much more controversially, the law also defines those slandering the individual occupying the post of the Russian Federation as extremists. So you criticize Putin and you can be murdered. Well, you got to understand he's a busy
0: man. He doesn't have time to go through every single defiant uh, word that's spoken about him. Yeah, it's it's, it's about I don't want to micromanage.
1: Well, yeah, and My he, it's opposition? not like he can't just go out and threaten each person individually, okay. so you just do it as a big, broad he's government got, initiative.
0: He's got other countries to overthrow. He, well, Of course he doesn't have time to go door to door and yeah. say, hey, I'm a nice person, don't do... He should, though. He should. It's like shaking hands and kissing babies. Sometimes you gotta...
1: Sometimes you have to... Touch, sometimes you gotta touch the people. You, you gotta go out, you gotta shake the hands. But
0: again, he, Putin's a busy man, so... He's got horses to to ride. He's got got pots to find in the Mediterranean Sea. He's got false flag
1: operations to plan in his own country. You
0: see, and now you want him to come and show up here. No. Yeah. Mr. Putin, we don't need your appearance. Yeah.
1: You have work to do in Russia. Yeah. Keep it there. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) We respect your right (laughs) to to work. Stay in Russia. In Russia. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about the liquidation of Chechens abroad. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: A chechen liquidation buy one set.
1: get one free uh
0: how much is a chechen going for these days a little nice chechen ottoman is
1: that a thing probably chechen footstool i i don't know if we're we're probably not adopting a lot of chechens right now hmm. it's uh same thing as same thing as with russia we're getting all our kids our, our white kids are coming from ukraine remember that oh nice we we talked about that on the adoption episode shout out to you ukraine Thanks.
0: Thanks for all your foreign white children.
1: Yes, we, we appreciate, appreciate you. it. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the Chechens abroad. The bill regarding targeted killings was a good thing for fighting the Chechen leaders because they had failed in their efforts to secede from Russia. So they fled to more supportive countries in the Middle East where they could still send their support. And when Putin put this uh, law in order, then they were free to go out to these Middle Eastern countries <laughs> And just kill people there. Because what are they going to care? I,
0: you you got to clean up your mess. If It, it happened out of state. Yeah. It would, if it happens in a different zip code, it doesn't count. That, that's like, the rule.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a classic movie rule. Yeah. Russia plays by movie rules. I think we just, that pretty we much explains
0: it. the entire Russian, we are thinking. Read a screenwriting
1: book. There you go. Fix foreign policy. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about one of the people they murdered. Zelim Yandarbiev. Oh, boy. Yeesh. I'm gonna just call him Zelly. Yeah, let's call him Zelly. He was a former president of the Republic of Chechnya. He helped bring an end to the first war between Russia and Chechnya. You bastard. Oh, man. We, we didn't want the war to end. Yeah. What are when, you doing? When the second war began, he fled to Qatar. Uh, or Qatar, however you want to say it. The choice is yours. Ooh. On February 13th, 2004... He was killed when his car exploded. Well, you can't blame that on Vlad. Maybe he put regular unleaded gas in his tank, you know? Two Russian agents were arrested. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I thought that was interesting. I was like, holy shit, they actually arrested someone. And I did some follow-up research. Not only were they arrested, they were sentenced to 25 years in prison. Mm -hmm. And then after serving a year in prison, they were turned over to Russia to, quote, serve out the rest of their sentence in a Russian jail. USA, USA. Which meant they got back to Russia to, like, a hero's welcome. There were literally parades for these dudes when they came home. Well, they were prisoners of war, sir. Exactly. Wrongly accused. Because when would a country ever just send someone to another country posing as something? You know what? I bet
0: those disgusting... Chechens, or Kuterins, Kutterians, Qataris. Kataris. I bet they just saw two Russians at the airport and racially profiled them. Probably just was like, "Oh, are you Russian? You're the reason this car blew up." Those guys were just innocent, man. Yeah,
1: just a too. lot of people in Qatar had a reason they to want to kill a guy dudes, from
0: Russia. Oh, they were just two dudes on spring break, right? And then it all went terribly wrong.
1: There, there's movies about that too.
0: <laughs> Again, we're just all—it's uh, all screenwriting all. rules.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gaji Edisoltanov? Sure. <laughs> Edil Sultanov, he was a leader for the Chechen rebel army. He fled to Turkey. He was shot and killed in Istanbul in 2008. Islam Zanabekov, he was also a leader of the Chechen rebel army. He fled to Turkey, shot dead in front of his wife and children in 2008. Well, maybe they were trying to create a superhero. <laughs>
0: that could be. Look, it was 2008, right? The same time the Marvel Cinematic Universe was starting to blow up right starting to really get big and now all of a sudden russia's like maybe if we make some orphans a batman or a russian
1: spider-man when did iron man 3 come out
0: iron man 3 came out in 2000 mickey work
1: played a russian in that right yes he was whiplash maybe this was just promo for iron man 3 boom
0: there it is damn
1: wow this all makes sense and it's way less scary (laughs) uh we forgive you for everything vladimir putin (laughs) None of this seems like a threat at all. This is just universe building is what this is. <laughs> you can't be mad at that. Oh, come on. Abdul Vakid Edel-Griev. Okay, I that's feel just, like that's I kind of nailed that name. Uh,
0: no, the fact that he left his name. like, Dude, you can, you're, you're an adult. You can just change your name to Chris.
1: Yeah, or just Abdul would be fine. Uh, on November 1st, 2015, he was killed when a bullet smashed through his car window as he was driving in Istanbul. Probably just friendly fire. Oh, nope. Two Russian Secret Service agents were arrested. Again, those to same murder. two
0: kids on another spring break. <laughs> this
1: time, probably they, prob- they won-
0: we went to Qatar. It wasn't great. Let's go to Istanbul this time.
1: Let's go to Istanbul. The sequel. And this time, because Turkey doesn't have the best relationship with Russia, because they're on opposing sides of the conflict in Syria, mm-hmm. and this just happened in 2015, so... At least Turkey put their foot down, and they were like, no, we are not giving you your Russian agents back for at least a year. And then in 2017, they did finally give them back to Russia. And same thing. Those two dudes go home as heroes. But they go home punished. <sighs> they served a year in prison
0: Ooh, hard time. for
1: those murders. I'm serving hard
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do a book tour. You know, they should talking about their time as pri- like they can label themselves as prisoners of
1: political prisoners, politicals right. of war. Yeah, Poli- pli- prisoners of war. Well, it's- that's kind of what by the time they were released, that's what they were being labeled as was mm-hmm. just spies. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even murderers, even though they we murdered killed, a guy. They killed a dude. Yeah, but they're just by the time if you go read the articles about them being released. They're just. It was like a. We'll give you these two spies if you give us two of our spies back, uh, which you might recognize as uh, a central plot point in several movies about spying. Mm-hmm. So again, we're just building a universe. here. Again, we now imagine
0: the the universe. The the the, the lines we just connected. Not only. Do we have Russian superheroes being created? Right. We also have two all American or excuse me, all Russian the all American hero, the right. everyman right. who went who
1: and it's connected to the Iron Man universe. Right. So now we can bring in it's Captain all America. all part of the REU, the Russia <laughs> Extended Universe. They all some of this might not be canon, but I mean, I mean you know there're going to be some offshoots. We're going to try some, yeah. we're going to try some new yeah. things. There's going to be some Russia in space stuff that yeah, we'll have to like, like we'll
0: we'll we'll do one offshoot where like there's a mention of one of these assassinations but we don't show it yeah but we know like oh well but it's on the news or something and what
1: what, what if we what if what if we write a thing where Putin's in charge during the Cuban Missile Crisis time travel it's a part of any superhero we can universe and,
0: we can Bill and Ted these these yeah, two guys
1: yeah. yeah so this isn't so much a podcast about us. Uh, saying Putin has murdered people we're just workshopping a script idea that's right it now. We're,
0: we're literally just and we're just hashing out this, this is news. such
1: an la thing <laughs> like just it's like hey guys all
0: it is hey guys you want to sit down and talk to us about a little a couple of world news happenings but I'm gonna just pitch my script the entire time
1: yeah yeah how's I your
0: mean, mom doing oh my mom's great but this is the thing there was this one time where she took me to the mall and like it was an let me tell you about it
1: Right. The time she got shot behind the ear. (laughs) I didn't think anything of it at the time. But later on, I thought this would be a good fictional movie about Russia. (laughs) Uh, One of the biggest groups of uh, killings carried out by the Russian government, allegedly, allegedly, are people who doubted the validity of the story behind the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. And I won't go through all of them here, because we went through them all in the Conspiracy the Show episode, which mm-hmm. you should totally listen to. Tune in, But yes. let's talk about Alexander Litvinenko. He was a member of the FSB, which is Russia's Secret Service. He fell out of favor with Putin due to his attempts to fight corruption in the FSB like some kind of fucking prude. Like, will you just let the FSB steal money and sell drugs on the side, dude? Why, why, is it, be, why is Why is Why does it, does it have, have to be a whole why thing? You got to be a bus kill, bro. Yeah,
0: like everybody's at work. We're in the FSB. That stands for fun, bro.
1: Society. We're just ha- trying to have fun, bro. <laughs> Can we have fun? It stands for fucking shut up, bro. <laughs> Damn, harsh and my mellow. Litvinenko fled Russia in 2000 and began serving as an agent for Britain's MI6. Oh, you can't. In 2013, like some kind of fucking slut.
0: Bro, you can't just leave the home team and go to another super team. Who are you, You, LeBron? Who are you, KD? Like, you see what? Yeah. You you know what? He messed up his NBA legacy. Shame on him. Yeah, I agree.
1: Players who (laughs) jump from team to team (laughs) to win championships, I agree. That is a little knock to their legacy compared to, like, a Jordan or someone. I mean,
0: it, it, w- I mean, uh, it's either jump from team to team or get your dad killed from gambling debts. <laughs> so you got to do one or the other
1: if you want that championship. Well, LeBron never do his dad, so he didn't have the option. <laughs> his dad got killed way early on. <laughs> Part of a different conspiracy, probably. <laughs> uh, so his dad's Carl Malone. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> So Litvinenko fled Russia, uh, began working for MI6. After fleeing Russia, he described a number of conspiracy theories concerning the Russian government. One, he believed that the FSB had orchestrated the theater hostage crisis and supposedly passed on information regarding it to Yushinkov. He was another person who was killed in relation to the Russian apartment box. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) He had just started a commission to look into it is all. and Snitches get stitches, bruh. Right?
0: Why are you looking at, why are you looking? Like, you have to, if you're, if you have to dig for information,
1: did you really need the information? Did you really need it? I've gotten some information, you know, like, you, you dig, just go and awful. you're like, mm, I didn't need to know that. Yeah, how about I just, I just close that tab and head back?
0: I, get he- I just go by hearsay and, and assumptions. That's yeah. pretty much how we should govern ourselves. That's all we need.
1: Yeah. Uh, he also claimed that the 1999 shootings in the Armenian parliament were the work of Russia. He claimed that Romano Prodi, an Italian center-left politician, was a KGB agent. He claimed that the FSB was behind a number of terrorist attacks to sow discord, including the 2005 subway bombings in London. R.I.P. R. Jarrett. Yep. <laughs> he also accused Putin of being a pedophile.
0: Whoa, wait a about minute, it bro.
1: In a July 2006 article for Chechen
0: Press. Are you telling me Vladimir Putin is touching kids?
1: I refuse to believe that.
0: I'm gonna have to say this guy That's not going in our movie. Not at all. That's that we. You know, we are we going artistic here? Or are we trying to? Are we trying to make a movie? We're trying to. Yeah, we don't need to add that element. No, no. What are you thinking guy? Don't write that into the script. Trying to be. Hey, the, if your third act is lagging, don't add that in the second act just no. to make it more interesting. That's a that's a hack move. Yeah, it's
1: a hack. Every fucking hack movie i see at some point in the second act they're like oh and this guy's a pedophile and i'm like again
0: and then, and then they every even, movie and then they don't even follow up because they like they say it while the car is jumping off of a yeah. bridge so now we're caught up in the action
1: it's like come on rampage just let the animals destroy the buildings i didn't need to know that about the rock <laughs> what the fuck you see that that's why the gorilla was so angry <laughs> <laughs> That's the only movie I've seen recently. Well, well in theaters, I find I've, I've I've seen stuff at home. I finally mm-hmm. saw Black Panther. How
0: was it? How'd you like it? It was great. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. it was really good. I thought you were gonna be like not a fan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. Uh, I'm like I'm not a huge fan in general of Marvel. Like I like Marvel movies, but I do like the ones that tend to be about one character as opposed to the big yeah. gang bang movies. I love and gang bang movies. I think that's why I liked Black
0: Panther. Oh, okay. You just like one. One man to focus yeah, on.
1: I don't like to focus on, what's this guy doing? Ooh, come on.
0: What's he doing over there? Why is her shoulder bleeding? It's like I trying
1: guess. to keep track of all the people Putin allegedly killed in this movie we're writing. <laughs> about a leader loosely based on Vladimir but Putin.
0: The best part about writing this movie is that we don't have to focus on a lot of character development. Because most of the characters are going to be gone.
1: Right, right. That, They're all going to be on screen and, for like 15 seconds And each.
0: again, guys, Screenwriting 101 if you have an interesting character but don't know how to finish their story, just have them die.
1: Just kill them. Yeah. Like with this Litvinenko guy. Yeah. On November 1st, 2006, he fell ill. Doctors at the time weren't sure what the problem was, but he suspected he had been poisoned. Later, his body would be found to contain the deadly isotope polonium-210. Okay. Well, if you don't go swimming in everybody's pool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one
0: asked you to drink polonium. Yeah, Mary, that's that, that, You know what? When I go to Jamba Juice, I just get a way boost. Yeah. And maybe a little wheatgrass. A little wheatgrass. Why are you getting all you know the what? items? Hold
1: the polonium 210, please. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. Would you
0: like a little a free shot of LH, uh, polonium? LH? No, I don't want any of that. No, I don't I don't want 210 that. 210 sounds expensive, too. Why are you yeah. making this juice drink gourmet, man? Just get a regular pressed juice like the rest of yeah,
1: us. Yeah, like the polonium 105 wasn't good enough for Oh, you?
0: oh, oh. Polonium 100 just doesn't have the same kick, huh, bruh?
1: So as he lay dying from not being able to handle his polonium... <laughs> Uh, Litvinenko drafted a statement accusing Putin of having him poisoned, and he ended it by saying, you may succeed in silencing one man, but the howl of protest from around the world will reverberate, Mr. Putin, in your ears for the rest of your life. And Putin was like, no, I'm just going to kill all those people. Do you see how powerful that was? Powerful. Wow. And then in the sequel, we find that Putin is like, no, I'm just going to kill all those people too. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Yeah, you, you, I bet that guy did die thinking, I, "We gonna, did it. We did it. This is going to be the death that he changes al- everything."
0: He also died while Barack Obama was president, so he died thinking that the world was a better place. Exactly. Yeah. What a fucking idiot!
1: <laughs> what an idiot! Let's talk about the death of Sergei Magnitsky. We talked about this on the Russian adopt or on the international adoption episode. The Magnitsky Act has been in the news a lot lately because of the meeting with Donald Trump Jr. and the Russian lawyer. When they say it was about Russian adoptions, what that really means is the Magnitsky Act, which we passed the Magnitsky Act because of the death of anti-corruption lawyer Sergei Magnitsky. He represented the investment advisory firm Hermitage Capital a firm that was being targeted heavily by Russian authorities. While the Russian government accused the firm of tax evasion, William Browder, the man in charge of Hermitage, argued that it was due to his criticism of government handling of corruption in cases such as the nationalized Gazprom, which had allegedly sold gas at low prices to shady intermediaries. Ooh. You bastards. In investigating on behalf of Hermitage, Magnitsky argued that g- the government was being defrauded of money by public officials, and among those implicated, according to him, were the police. Uh, I don't know if that means the band or the Russian oh, police the or both, probably both. Sting. Man.
0: Sting's shady, bro.
1: Yeah. I've never felt right about that. I think dude. he's
0: Raj Al Ghul. Like, he just dips yeah. himself in, in, in Lazarus pits because he doesn't age. He's a white yeah. dude that doesn't age. That's not, that just, that's that's not supposed That's going to in our
1: movie. That's going in our movie. Uh, members of the judiciary, tax officials, bankers, and the Russian mafia.
0: Oh, the, the mafia's back now, huh?
1: Nice. Okay. Welcome a, back. There hasn't been a
0: good mafia show on since The Sopranos. Let's just be honest. I think it's right. time for a reboot.
1: Right. I would like a, I would like the people behind the Americans to write a Russian mafia show next. Mm. Just because the Americans is over now, and I'm sad.
0: Hey, that was a great show. So fucking Shouts great. Shouts out to Kerry Russell.
1: Oh, God. That show was great. Uh, Magnitsky was arrested on charges of colluding with Hermitage and was placed in prison for 11 months. In his own words, conditions were brutal. These are some quotes. Rats run freely along the sewer system, and at night you can hear them squeaking. A.K.A. fucking. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: The toilet is simply a hole in the floor in a corner of the cell. In order to use the toilet without exposing yourself to the others... You had to use the bed sheets. Gross. Well,
0: I mean, first of all, hole in the floor, that's pretty much what a squatty potty is, so thank you for keeping us regular.
1: Yeah. Does he want to shit weird in prison?
0: I mean, at any point in time, does he say, I couldn't go to the bathroom because I was constipated? No, you were free and clear because of the squat, sir. Exactly.
1: You're welcome. Uh, Sewage started to rise from the drain under the sink until the floor was covered with sewage several centimeters thick. Mm. Okay, don't... Speak English, okay? (laughs) Fucking centimeters? Centimeters. Come on. What a douche. It was impossible to walk on the floor, and we were forced to move around the cell by climbing on the beds like monkeys. Well,
0: first of all, that was called CrossFit, okay? Yeah. We want you guys in shape. Oh, you're not motivated? Now the floor is lava.
1: Yeah, the floor is lava.
0: That's all it was.
1: Shit lava. (laughs) Uh, Compounding his problems, he was moved to harsher and harsher facilities. The more he refused to adhere to the story... Authorities wanted him to tell. As a result of these conditions, as well as beatings by his jailers, Magnitsky developed a number of health problems, including gallbladder stones, pancreatitis, and calculus cholecystitis. Well, I
0: dropped out of high school, so uh, calculus. Yeah. I was... No, man. Algebra, kill 1. Algebra one anybody. Algebra 1 cholecystitis, <laughs> I'm down
1: for. On November 16th, 2009, Magnitsky died. He may have perished from his failing health, but Browder argues that when Magnitsky was taken to a prison with medical facilities, he was not taken to the emergency room, but rather put in an isolation cell and beaten with rubber batons.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, that's fun, though. That's like a fun pinata. Rubber batons? In Russia, the disease beats you. (laughs) But maybe that's like New Age medicine. It could be. It was space-made polymers to (laughs) to knock the colitis
1: out, you know? In 2010, the Magnitsky Act is established. The bill, passed with bipartisan support, punished those thought to be responsible for Magnitsky's abuse and death, as well as behind other human rights abuses. There you go.
0: Okay. Magnitsky Act he, he, in in remembrance of you.
1: RIP, Magnitsky. RIP. Pour out a little vodka <laughs> next time you're drinking some for that guy. Uh, There were also deaths that were possibly tied to Ramzan Kotarov, who we've talked about him before. He Mm -hmm. is the leader of Chechnya, and he is a whole fucking handful. Hootenanny. He is a character, and by that I mean he is brutal to gay people. Hmm. He, in uh, 2008, was described by a hitman to have had a list of 300 names marked, Have to Die. One of his major allies in Chechnya, Shah Terleev, is alleged to have been behind a number of high-profile killings, including of State Duma deputy Rusian Yaladeev in 2008. Again, folks got got to work, man.
0: Assa- they, being an assassin is it's like a, a stump, job. Man. Yeah, you yeah. got to work. I'm a union
1: now. I got to pay dues. Uh, being that Chechnya is still very volatile and Putin's shy about alienating the man that brings it some stability through brute force uh he's you know kind of just turned a blind eye like what the fuck's putin gonna say stop killing people to protect your Again, image he's, he's got other things to worry about there was so some of the people that have been killed in chechnya Salim b yamadaev the brother of Rusian, he was assassinated in 2009 in dubai mm, so it's
0: a, it's, a, it's a very nice place to get killed i hear yeah it's very I've gorgeous heard
1: really good things yeah, about okay, dubai good good, good views of the sand uh like his brother he was an ally of the government in moscow but an adversary to Kadarov. he moved out of russia in december of 2008 and lived in turkey and the uae before moving to dubai well man how about you settle in one spot bro
0: like, yeah why are you moving so much quit making maybe you're up to no good
1: yeah you're you startled them that's why went, they killed went you went to
0: three different high schools since 2008 bro you you, you killed a guy
1: that's shady that's school shooter mm-hmm. shit. umar israelov <laughs> Is- <laughs> Originally, a fighter against Russia became Ramzam Kadyrov's bodyguard after being captured. During his time working for Kadyrov, he got to see some dark shit. Mm. After fleeing the Russian Federation, he described the following. Kadyrov and another man bludgeoning a man to death with a shovel, a prisoner being sodomized by a policeman before being put to death, and Katarov gleefully giving electric shocks to prisoners or firing guns at their feet. Well, I got ants in my pants and I need to dance. Exactly. You know? After Israelov and his father filed complaints to Russian prosecutors, as well as the European Court of Human Rights, they fled to Austria. Israelov complained to Austrian authorities of Katerov sending men to either take him back or dispatch with him, but the authorities did little to protect him. On January 13th, he was accosted by three men who tried to pistol whip him when he tried to run. He was shot to death. Why didn't they just shoot him?
0: I mean, you you have to send the message first.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Maybe they were just going to pistol whip him, but man.
0: No, nah, they were probably going to kill him.
1: Just Then just beat him. Weird. That's, that's, that, see, that's more movie shit. Yeah. That's the part in the movie where you'd be like, why are you just, you got guns. Just fucking shoot the guy, will you?
0: But you got to send the message to the people who know who he is. Yeah, that's you got to give the beating first, and then they shot him as well. Well, you go beat them, and then you go shoot him. Man, <laughs> you got now you got me traveling to five different countries, tracking yeah. people down. It's yeah, our budget we got to keep it lot. in budget. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's a lot. We gotta we gotta film this on a soundstage. Mm-hmm. We have to be modest. Uh, Anna Politkovskaya. This is another assassination that we've talked about on a few different episodes. She was a journalist in Russia, best known for her work chronicling the conflict in Chechnya. And her work often brought her into conflict with authority figures. And at one point in her reporting on abuses in Chechnya, Russian troops detained her, beat her, threw her in a pit, and subjected her to rape threats as well as mock executions. During the Beslan school crisis, she was poisoned as she flew to Beslan to assist in negotiations for the hostages. She interviewed Kadarov in 2004, and he arrived to the interview seven to eight hours late and boasted about how he would destroy remaining Chechen rebels and lambasted Polakovskaya as worse than them.
0: This is a, this is a great maniac character. He is, he, yeah. He's all over the place. He's yeah. a wild man.
1: Uh, One of his men allegedly said someone ought to have shot you back in Moscow, right on the street, like they do in your Moscow, to which Katerov chimed in, you're an enemy to be shot. Having been brought there by Katerov's men, she could not leave and took the abuse, even breaking into tears at one point. In one of her last interviews with Radio Free Europe, she described Katerov as, quote, a Stalin of our times and predicted that he wouldn't become president of Chechnya. On October 7, 2006, she was shot to death in the elevator of her apartment. She was killed on Putin's birthday and two days after Kadarov's 30th birthday, which because he had turned 30, he was now old enough to be president in Chechnya. But I'm sure happy birthday! he had nothing to do with it. No, not at all. That That's is not a
0: gift. That's not That's a-
1: circumstantial evidence at best.
0: It just happens that someone got
1: killed on my birthday? Yeah. People die all the time. People die all the time. It's all the time. Uh, there was Natalia Estamirova. She was born to Russian and Chechen parents, and she was, like Polito- Politkovskaya, a prominent reporter on the conflicts of the North Caucasus. She served as part of the nonprofit Memorial, an organization dedicated to releasing information about Russia's Soviet past, as well as information related to ongoing abuses. Uh, Some of these abuses involved, of course, Chechnya under the Khadarov regime. Torture included beatings, stompings, electric shocks, mock executions, sodomy, burnings by gas torch, and, in the end, for some, execution. Khadarov was himself alleged to have enthusiastically taking part in the abuse well you got look. it's like undercover boss you got to take a part in it you You gotta make sure the employees are keeping
0: the standards yeah you can't if 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 one of your employees is is handing out a beating but he's not having a good time you need to know why yeah
1: yeah have you tried sodomizing this guy (laughs) maybe you would enjoy it a little more little casual sodomy suggestion (laughs) i've just i've done not that i'm like the owner or anything i've just done this in my past uh you know give it a shot and uh, on July 15th, 2009, as Natalia Estemirova was leaving for work in Grozny, she was pushed into a white car. Descri- despite screaming that she was being abducted, no one came to her aid. Imagine that.
0: What? Nobody came to help a screaming woman.
1: At 4.30 p.m. that same day, her body was found in the woods of Ingushetia. While Katerov condemned her murder, her colleagues, such as memorial director Oleg Orlov... Okay, sure, that's your name. (laughs) Accused Katerov of having threatened her for further reporting on Chechnya in the months prior to her assassination. Goddamn.
0: Well, you know, uh, again, guys, as we keep this movie script going, we've gotten to the point where we've had so many characters, we're using names like Oleg Olav. Like, we're not even being inventive anymore. Yeah. You know?
1: Like, Kazir Yezjev. (laughs) Like, they make that name hard
0: to pronounce. I think I I fell asleep on the keyboard and woke up and was like, no, that
1: sounds good. He was a 37-year-old professor of economics at Grosny University. He made a post critical of Katerov on social media and was detained by Chechen police on December 19th, and his body was found January 1st, with police claiming he fell off a cliff. So, no murder there. Oh, yeah,
0: obviously. I mean, the, the police said it. He, he fell.
1: I mean, it's cold. It's probably icy. He's out for a First cliff. First
0: of all, how did he get up on that cliff?
1: we we know what we need more fences he probably is one of those elites that has a helicopter like so many people in russia just flies to the top of a mountain for a casual just going on top of mountains without permission a casual winter winter's day cliff walk you know obviously it's a beautiful it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood you want to take on the icy treacherous terrain he got some he just got some new hiking boots Right. So, you know. And then he falls, and it takes the police a few days to find him. Nothing weird uh, about that. Well,
0: maybe he should have let people know he was going on that cliff before he just decided to go cliff diving.
1: Yeah. I'm really banking on Russia not understanding sarcasm <laughs> here. <laughs> and then they just, they hear that and go, they agree.
0: <laughs> Good. That just means we're, we're, we are get to live another day. I'm happy with it.
1: That just means we'll have to go live in Russia someday. But I mean, I, you know. Um, I can, what yeah.
0: if they win? I can. <laughs> you know? I can start liking white women. It's fine. There's McDonald's there. Oh, we're we're good. There's
1: a, we can eat McRibs. Oh
0: God, no! I was just going there to burn it down. The McRussia. The McRussian. Yeah. That's that's our recipe for the day. The McRussian.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's a McRib. You're just not. You're not. You're, maybe, not maybe you're not. Pork. allowed to talk about it. Might be pork. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to talk about. You it You never know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the assassination. Assassination. <laughs> yes. Assassination. Boris Nemtsov. Oh, Boris. He was a physicist and liberal politician. He was one of Putin's most high-profile critics, even at one point appearing on Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown. Many thought that his notoriety and visibility in the international sphere would actually be a deterrent from people trying to kill him. He himself stated... Uh, in a sentence that no doubt got him killed. <laughs> I'm a well-known guy, and this is a safety, because if something happens with me, it will be scandal not only in Moscow City, but throughout the world. Oopsie boy. Whoops. Yep, yeah, uh... He was arrested for speaking out against Putin multiple times, including in 2011 when he protested parliamentary elections, and in 2012 during larger protests against Putin's government. On February 27, 2015, he walked home after giving a radio interview condemning Putin's policies in Ukraine. A light-colored car passed him and four shots were fired, one of which struck him in the heart. While Nemtsov was known for his critique of Putin's government specifically, much of the evidence in his murder suggests the killers may have been tied to the regional government of Khodorov what maybe putin's not doing any of this yeah it's all katarov he's a, he's a loose cannon he's going rogue he is making putin look bad
0: hey man and we,
1: i don't appreciate it
0: we might have to have a sit down with this old katarov
1: character that's all this is is a lack of communication yeah it's, like, it's putin not talking to katarov he's a busy man they're not sharing their intelligence information and it's just leading to some misunderstandings yeah
0: you know but again
1: i encourage americans not to overreact or to even share this podcast anywhere <laughs> make sure no one hears this yeah don't ever let anyone <laughs> hear us talk um, so later in 2015 two men Anzor Gubashev and Zaur Dadayev were charged in the crime Dadayev was a former second in command in the Kadrovsi Kodrif- now i'm not call i'm not giving him his own name for his what no uh, and Khodorov described him as a true Russian patriot. Three more men were apprehended, apprehended regarding the case with several ties to Khodorov. Another member, Beslan Shevanov, blew himself up with a grenade when police tried to apprehend him in the case surrounding the assassination. Man, that's how you go out with a bang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it. Hey. hey uh There are also reports that Khodorov and Putin both have used the attacks in Ukraine as kind of cover to go into that country and kill people as well. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, Pavel Sheremet earlier. Ivan Mamchur, he was an officer at a pretrial detention center. He was shot and killed by Ole Smorodinov. And according to an article, Smorodinov, (laughs) damn it, claimed that he killed Mamchur under an order from the Federal Security Service of Russia because Mamchur worked in Ukraine's Special Forces. Ooh. And he is one of, man, about uh, 10 people who were, have been targeted in Ukraine by Russia. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> there have also been some crazy attacks in Great Britain. There was... Uh, the one that really stands out is Sergei and Yulia Skripal who from 1995 to 2004, Skripal served as a double agent, supposedly working for Russia's GRU, but also operating on behalf of Britain's MI6. He was caught in 2004. In 2006, he was sentenced to a penal colony. Uh, (laughs) Penal colony.
0: I bet he he turned gay in there.
1: (laughs) A lot of people do. For high treason, following a spy swap between Britain and Russia, he settled in Britain in 2010, In March of 2018, he and his daughter Yulia were found poisoned with a nerve agent. The agent was revealed to be Novichok, a chemical created in the Soviet Union in the 70s. When Russia was accused of having engineered the attack, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov suggested that Britain might have orchestrated the attack itself, saying the nerve agent attack could be beneficial to the British government, which has found itself in a difficult situation unable to fulfill promises they made about Brexit. What does that even mean?
0: That means we will say whatever it takes to make you look bad in this bullshit excuse we came up with.
1: I guess, yeah.
0: If if, if if the government can't uh, fulfill its wishes, it's it's trying to make R- Russia look bad so that you forget that, by the way, they haven't fulfilled all that stuff in Russia.
1: Yeah, so he's accusing Britain of a false flag attack. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Almost certainly not true. Interesting. So let's the last thing I or want to talk is about is it? No, it's actually not. You're right. It's not even interesting. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I don't even know why we're talking about this. None of it seems to matter. No, really. it doesn't. Even, it's not even important. Well, no, it's it's totally
0: important to understand that there are things happening where it's like, yeah, but this has been going on forever.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like it. I said that at the beginning too. Like we didn't have the internet in the Soviet Union days. Yeah, and. Go watch The Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think a lot of what's in The Americans is, like, it's obviously not all true, mm-hmm. but it is based a lot on what things what's going were on like then? in the fucking uh, U.S. during the Cold War, and there were Russian agents over here fucking killing people then. Yeah. Like, it's, it seems more shocking now that we have so much access to information. But this is pretty much how Russia and us, honestly, mm-hmm. have operated around the world for the longest time.
0: For decades,
1: guys. And it's, it's just the easier access to information and the people who go out and dig for this information in Russia, it's easier for them to get that information out there, which makes them a more high-profile target. Mm-hmm. And when their government goes after them, their government's been going after people for a long time. So uh, don't go after the Russian government if you live in Russia. Yeah, man. Just chill. I I would encourage you (laughs) to relocate quietly and just go live out. your. That's how you fix this problem. Everybody leave (laughs) Russia.
0: (laughs) Don't say anything.
1: Stop talking. Stop what you're doing. Pack a bag. Leave Russia right now. Mm There will be too many of you to follow. They'll just give up. And enjoy all the free parking and extra space that they now have in Moscow. Yeah, downtown Russia is going to be
0: so empty once you guys move. It's going to be nice now. Then Putin will be less angry because his commute will be uh, shorter. Such a short
1: commute. Yeah. He could probably do it on horse. And you know he wants to.
0: Shirtless on a horse in the snow because that's what men do. In the fucking Mm. Russian
1: winter. No shirt on. So let's talk about the last thing I want to mention is... There were some weird deaths following the US elections in 2016. Uh I don't know. No if, collusion. Yeah, I don't know if anyone uh, I don't know how much it was reported on here, but there may have been some Russian involvement in the 2016 election. No. I don't know if people remember that. But there have been a lot of weird claims and there were a couple of prominent people in Russia that gave information that suggested that Russia did collude with Trump to get elected. Among them, Oleg Erovinkin, a former KGB operative, he assisted Christopher Steele in composing a dossier that suggested that now President Trump was vulnerable to blackmail from Russia. Fake news. On Boxing Day of 2016, he was found dead in the back of his car. Well, first of all,
0: uh, can we, again, if we're we're not going to allow someone to say centimeters, we're not going to allow somebody to say Boxing Day here, okay? It's Mike Tyson Day.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. Understand. Get it right. Jesus.
1: Uh, There's Sergei, Sergei Krivov. He was a diplomat to the U.S. On the morning of the 2016 election, he was found unconscious. On the floor of the Russian consulate with head injuries, Russian officials say he died of a heart attack. Oh, poor guy. Come on, Sergey. And then Vitaly Churkin. He was Russia's permanent representative to the United Nations, served from 2006 until his death, which happened on February 20th, 2017. Happy 50th, Kurt Cobain. Uh, the day before his 65th birthday, he died supposedly of heart failure. Oh, poor so guy. So those three could for the most part just well the guy who was found dead in the back of his car that's probably that's probably a thing but the other two maybe they just had heart attacks
0: obviously i mean you know heart health is very important what was their exercise regimen what were mean, they eating
1: every country's going to come to the u.s and kill one person oh yeah we're not going to demonize it's a it's it's, a it's kind of like a, killing
0: one person it's an assassination hello that's how you make your way into a new country
1: Saudi Arabia killed a couple thousand and we haven't said shit about them. 9-11. Was, that, was the, that was when Saudi Arabia killed the people. I've never heard of this before. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conspiracy theory of my own.
0: Oh, okay. okay, yeah, I, I was like, it. I've never heard of it. 9-11s?
1: 9-11. Okay, I'm going to look this up. Yes, <laughs> September 11th, 1911.
0: Mm, okay okay yeah, yeah I, I didn't major in history so
1: yeah okay yeah. so that's kind of a rundown of deaths allegedly allegedly tied to putin through the russian extended universe uh all chaos is breaking out in my living room right now there's a phone call i think there's someone at the door my dog's frantic. This is good times.
0: So this, it, it, I just didn't know if it was Putin. That's this, all. <laughs> I
1: feel like yeah. I feel like this is Russian interference in this podcast <laughs> right now. And honestly, it's kind of cute. It's it's the like if this is the kind of way they went, it's fine. Well, oh, you know what? We'll take a little a, a little a little audio break for the puppy to scream. Yeah, That's fine. somewhere out in a van, some Russian dude was like, make the dog bark.
0: <laughs> he hey, amen. He's getting six figures for that.
1: Just happened again. All right uh so i guess we should wrap this up okay That's,
0: feels like a sign yes i mean once once winter is ready to roll we got to go
1: what do we have to plug
0: before we get out of here end of the month guys june
1: 30th end of the month we're live doing, recording we're doing a live what in the world right Yeah. live what in the world talking about the world talking about doing comedy overseas hell yeah not that i've done that but we'll talk to people who have oh
0: we'll talk to people who have and be like why would you do that it's yeah. america's great yeah what you, are you not american
1: yeah well, I have done an open mic at a hostel a few times. Okay, and that's all international audience. How was the drugs? Uh, the drugs were good. My iPod got stolen. Now, sounds I'm not like saying, an
0: international incident.
1: I'm not saying anything about immigration, or that's no not a comp. Com,
0: Build that wall guys. on anything. They're coming over here. They're stealing our iPods. Build Other than that the wall. Fact
1: that some dirty foreigner, probably mm. from Sweden, mm. stole my iPod. Typical Swedes. Man, so I thought you were neutral. Uh, in the the streets we
0: call them swiss Misses. (laughs) 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 yeah you don't like that do you sweetishness
1: uh and i think this is a free episode so subscribe to unpops patreon.com slash unpops five dollars a month you get two bonus episodes of this podcast and a whole bunch of other bonus episodes like the best
0: podcast podcast network on the internet people don't so fucking don't even question it we got so much delicious content for you to absorb
1: fuck with us and uh, even if you can't do that, you know, just throw us a dollar or two. Help, help keep us afloat. Yeah, man. We we, uh,
0: just a couple of kids
1: trying to live their dream. That's Going all. To, we're
0: just trying to go to Cutter for the summer. That's it. Unpops and Cutter.
1: Quincy, what do you got to plug?
0: Every Wednesday I'll be at the Hollywood Hotel for hilarity. It's a wonderful show. 7 p.m. live music, 8 p.m. comedy. And then uh, just follow me on the Instagrams and the Twitters and whatnot under at Quincy Johnson. II. I post all show content there and check out all the bullshit we're doing. Slide into Quincy's DMs. Slide into DMs.
1: They're available. Get in there. It's like a slip and slide. It's ready. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.